Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome on down to this week's issue of the Comics Corner Podcast. Hi, George. Hi, Travis. What's up? Did did you did you enjoy your trip? I did. I went on a hanging out with the mouses. Mm-hmm. Went went and hung out with uh with Mickey down in Disneyland and my dad. My dad took me to Disneyland. So you, you spoke his name. Now we have to pay him. Oh no. I mean <laughs> I mean uh yeah. You know what was the most distasteful thing I think I saw down there was, you know, it's the year of the rat. <laughs> in and when you go down to the California Adventure part of the park, they have a little archway, and they say it's the year of the mouse. Aww. and I'm like, guys, like I know it's close, but horseshoes and hand grenades, I guess. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> and it was a great time. We had a good time. Made lightsabers and did, made it. I made a droid and all that cool stuff you can do in Star Wars Land. So nice. Yeah. Um, I guess to start it off, uh, it might be worth just diving into the Star Wars stuff because there's a couple of things. The Star Wars. The Star Wars. We had a, there is a brand new Darth Vader run starting up this week. Yeah. And it's very touching. Yeah. I, I, uh, I read some spoilers. I, uh, I, I picked it up. I haven't read it yet, but I did, uh, get a little spoilery stuff online that says that there's maybe a mysterious surprise character that shows up at the end of the issue. And we're not sure how that all happened. Yeah. It's Jar Jar Binks. Yep. Yep. Spoilers, guys. He's he's the last Jedi. He is. He's, yeah. He's gonna save us all. <laughs> I I love how when you know the new trilogy hadn't come out, there were all those theories that Jar Jar Binks was really like the mysterious like antagonist in the background the whole time, like just influencing things in small ways. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You know, uh, the Gungans have been popping up in a lot of the uh, newer stories. It seems like the. Uh, them dang kids really like them weird fish frog guys or whatever he is. Uh, and is, I was, is he like a mud skipper? What is he? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I could, I mean, I don't really care. Mm. But yeah. Anyways, regardless, uh, this Darth Vader comic <laughs> book is going to be running kind of concurrently with the new Star Wars run that's out, um, which is the post, uh, but uh, post Empire Strikes Back era. Yeah. And so yeah, it, it starts right with uh, with the the no, I am your father. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, Vader kind of gets the feels. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then I read a little bit of the synopsis of this is that he's trying to uh, track down the people that uh, hid Luke from him and uh, take his revenge out on them. He's trying to find the people that made him weak, Ah, uh, which he repeats over and over in that <laughs> comic. <laughs> well, then we'll set to see how that goes. Uh, and I don't know if it was out this week or not. Uh, within the last couple of weeks, and we uh, didn't record last week because I was out of town, uh, Star Wars number two has also been out very recently. Uh, which is yeah. the one that started up uh, right before the Darth Vader one. So uh, there's a little double dose of that in the last couple of weeks or so. Yeah. And then we'll be seeing the Bounty Hunters here Ooh. pretty quick. And is that another ongoing one that's going to start up or are they doing a shorter one for those? Uh, 
I didn't quiz time. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see how many issues it's getting. It looks really cool, though. I know the one that you're talking about, and uh, the covers at the very least look like phenomenally cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess while we're on the subject of Marvel, we'll hop over to the X Men, which of which we only got two X Men books this week, guys. Only two. <laughs> um. X-Men and Fantastic Four, number one, written by the wonderful Chip Zdarsky and illustrated by Rachel and Terry Dodson. I really can't wait to read this. That creative team, I would read on any book, and I did pick this one up, but I read like precious little to nothing last night. So here we are uh, Wednesday morning. Slacker. Mm -hmm. But uh, just a little bit of background to that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's them going and trying to convince the Fantastic Four to to give up Franklin. Come and live on Krakoa with all the other mutants. They're just they're just cradle robbing over there. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure they have good reason for it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, Marauders, number seven, plugging all the way along. And uh it's got a really cool cover with uh with Miss K- is it she's still going by Kate Pride? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little behind on this one. I've been, this year has not been great for my comic book reading so far, but uh, Stefano Caselli is the artist on this one and he's really good. They've had really solid art on this book the whole time, but uh, even if he's just a fill-in artist, that's a really, really cool get. And uh, Jerry Dugan's been having a really good time with uh, this comic. Yeah. I've, I've finally fallen behind on that one, but I've, I've been really enjoying it. Indeed. Out of all the X-Men ones, that might be my favorite of the new, I mean, other than maybe the main X-Men run, which has been pretty fun too. Yeah, but good stuff. <laughs> What's that you got there in your hand? <laughs> I don't know, Travis. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> what if? Is this a what if? What? Well, kind of, I guess. Okay. What What if Spider-Man were the Hulk? Okay, so it, it says that it takes place before the Immortal Hulk number 11 and Fantastic Four number 12. This is the Immortal Hulk Great Power. And uh, George Molina is the artist on it, who is really, really good. And uh, this is basically like Hulk Spider Hulk. That's that's what this looks like. And I don't know if you're here for that, then that's great. It's out this week. I did, yeah, I didn't read it, but I kind of flipped through it. And it looked like there's some kind of weird, uh, not quite Freaky Friday thing going on. Uh, okay. Sp- Spider-Man gets the Hulk stuff. I, powers I, I see or, that. Yeah. Well, you know, guy named George did the artwork, so if you like that, then check it out. <laughs> yeah. It does look like a kind of a fun, just like single issue romp. Definitely just a one and done though. Yeah. Yeah, you know. What Spider-Man needs to be stronger, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I guess we should knock I only have a couple things from DC. Um, Batman number 88. Batman. There were a few uh well there was a couple of dollar comics that were out. A couple really fun ones, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, I think, the third issue in on James Tinian's run of Batman. And uh, Gilliam March is actually the artist on this one, who is a really, really great artist. Um, yeah, uh, just just cool to see. Uh, I don't know exactly where Tinian's going to be taking this new run of Batman, but I know there's a bunch of stuff from the Tom King run that they're keeping intact, which I was not expecting. <laughs> like a couple of deaths and things that I was really yeah. expecting them to kind of like go back on pretty quickly, and they're uh, sticking to them. Yeah, and if you if you picked up the first couple issues of the Batman and thought it was kind of slow, things are heating up in this one. So very cool. Very cool. 
Uh, also, uh, we've got the new uh, run of Justice League. It's keeping the number, but uh, uh, Scott Snyder's run is done, and uh, we are on to Justice League from uh, Robert Venditti, hmm. who has been doing uh, Green Lantern stuff a lot recently. Um, he's been, I think he was the one on the Hawkman book after Jeff Lemire hopped off of that one. Um, and they've got Doug Monk on the artwork here, and he's really, really good at doing team books like this, so this is a good combination of people. Cool. Oh, and Madam Xanadu shows up. Along with the Eradicator, that 90s Superman dude. <laughs> so yeah, if you like some of that weird uh, left field stuff, looks like they're doing some of that. Nice. You uh, got anything from the independent sector? Uh, well, we had... Or more DC stuff. Yeah, we also had Harley Quinn, 70. Uh, it's starting a new, uh, new story arc. Cool. Where she's hiding out doing pro wrestling. Oh, I thought she was already doing some MMA stuff earlier on in this run. Um, Maybe not. I think they kind of hinted at it, but it, she's pretty much just done the, the roller derby thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, let's see. We had uh, oh, Red Sonia. Like, there's always a Red Sonia out. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, on the note of the Harley Quinn thing, one small thing that uh, my dad had lined up for our trip uh, up. To, or down to California was we were on a wait list to catch uh, the Birds of Prey movie in like a pre-screening thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was like waiting and then it was going to be like on Wednesday morning and we were like hoping to get an email back to say that we got like accepted from the wait list onto the regular list and we just never heard back from it. But that movie's coming out this week and it I'm like excited to watch that one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It should be should be fun. And it's one of those rated R DC movies that I don't have what they haven't really done much in the way of that so far. Like it's mostly been Marvel with their Deadpool stuff and like Logan and whatnot. So should be fun to see them stretch their little, uh, adult rated wings. Anyways, that's out this week. If you were looking forward to that. (laughs) Indeed. Anyways. Um, I guess really quick on the, uh, the, the manga front, we Mm. had a, we had a few that came out. Uh, There were a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Blue Exorcist, uh, volume 23. Uh, we had Food Wars, Volume 34. Uh, we Never Learn, Volume 8. Uh, Hinamatsuri, uh, 7. A cup, a double shot of My Hero Academia, uh, Volume 23 in the regular run. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smash, the third volume of that came out. Very nice. And then uh, Citrus Plus, which we were kind of confused about when we saw it a little while ago. But uh, it's just a continuation of the uh, the, the story. Hmm. And we finally, I finally got around to getting more Naruto. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Uh, yeah. I see we got, I don't know if it's like new out. I'm sure it's not, but we finally got the final volume of Naruto in the store. <laughs> yeah. Volume 72. Yep. Yep. Which is kind of the reason why we just really didn't have a whole lot of it because <laughs> there's 72 volumes of it. Yeah. It's a lot. It's like trying to tackle the whole of Bleach or Fairy Tale or. Dragon Ball, for that matter. Dragon Ball or One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't have it all in one store all the time. So if those are ones that you want to get, come and find me and I'll order them for you. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, IDW, we had uh, we had Napoleon Dynamite. The, the last issue of that is coming out this week. That is such a strange beast of a comic book. I I definitely am looking to possibly pick that up in trade because there was a there was a lot more going on with that book than I was expecting. It's a really weird 
story altogether. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, we had uh, number eight of Usagi Yojimbo. Doing the color series now. Yeah. Um, Rise, oh, oh no, that's a trade. There's a Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, volume three. Uh, but we also had another issue of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Crossover. Crossover. Nice. Issue three with all 8,000 covers that they have. <laughs> Good stuff. Once again, I, you know, and it's two properties that by rights I should be so excited about. And I, I probably will read that one eventually, but there's so many crossovers coming out these days that it is hard to keep up. But, you know, I yes. <laughs> Still though, it does look like one of the one of the good ones because there's a lot of really good ones out there these days. And I'll, honestly, like I think that companies have taken the time to like make sure that when they do those kind of cheesy crossovers, that they at least have a halfway decent idea to go along with it. <laughs> so at least there's that. Have we have we mentioned the man who effed up time? No, I know we were kind of talking about it before we. Had yeah. Uh, the comic that I didn't realize I needed to read this week because it's written by one of my favorites, John Layman. Yeah. Uh, did you said you read it? Yeah, I read it. It what? was uh it was interesting. <laughs> they don't uh, they don't bother going into the science of how they do the time travel. They okay. just kind of Yeah, we 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 can do this now and uh you know, be careful. Yeah. And uh you know, the the kid isn't. <laughs> yep. Can you no. imagine that? Right. The artwork is really solid. I uh, I just need to uh, read this because this looks amazing. Yeah, it it opens right up with uh, people dressed in uh, stove stovepipe hats and riding dinosaurs. Yeah, yep, they do. First couple of pages really knock it out of the park here. <laughs> so yeah, the man who effed up time. If that sounds like a fun romp for you, and that's uh, also out this week. Yeah, it was a it was, yeah it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, Money Shot number four was out this week. Which the the little comic that could from Vault Comics that's been uh, selling out like constantly. Uh, you know, space triple explorers doing uh sexy stuff in space with aliens. Yeah, and there's a there's an adorable like shark dog monster that uh, they deal with in this one. Mm. Adorable sounding. <laughs> Speaking of adorable sounding, Agrestuco from Oni Press is also out this week uh, with their first issue. <laughs> you want to you want to throw out a pronunciation there? <laughs> what did you say? Agrestuco. 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 How do you say it? Agretzko? Agretzko? There we go. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've never seen the show. I don't know. I've never heard it said out loud well, by the people. It. It's on Netflix. I know. I, I've, it looks great. I just haven't taken the time yet, Robert. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, say hi to Robert, everybody. Hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, if you're not familiar with that one, it's a uh, little office worker, uh, Firefox, Red Panda, that uh, office job and uh, by day and... Uh, Metalhead by night. Yeah, yeah. she she releases her uh, pent up rage rage of being a wage uh, salary man. Yeah, by uh, a, a aggressive karaoke. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, and this issue is a is a zombie apocalypse issue. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well then, nice. So that's also out. Uh, 
on a slightly different page, there's a new Incredibles comic coming out from Dark Horse. It's uh, incredible. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So it's cute. <laughs> if you like the Incredibles, they've been doing a really fun job with their Disney comics that they've been licensed to do. Nice. Um, we had a double shot of issue number 41s out from Image. Um, Manifest Destiny and Birthright have somehow synced up on their, you know, monthly uh, schedules. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now issue 41s are out for both of those comics. So those are really long-term Image comics just floating right by that one here. Was, was that planned? <laughs> <laughs> only at the very last minute and only with very poor uh, thinking about it. Oh, we're children. Yes, just a little <laughs> bit. Sorry, everybody. But these are all both comic books that are well worth catching up on and um, jumping onto the single issue bandwagon if that's your if that's your deal because they are both really really good comics. Um, I guess it, we could go into that more, but it, it, they're you know forty one issues in at this point. It's kind of hard to quantify in a short amount of time. Yeah, uh, we also had a crowded number eleven came out from Image. Very nice. Uh, marked number four. That uh, nice little magical comic about tattoos and such. Yeah. Sounds like a cool... Dude, if tattoos gave you magical powers, I would have lots of them, but they don't, <laughs> so I don't. Yeah. Uh, Gideon Falls number 21, also out this week. Yeah. Uh, no Man Omen number five of 15. Yep. Yep. Hitting the one third way mark. Which, uh, it's a weird number to to decide ahead of time that you're going to end on, but I guess if it means that they got an exact story in mind, then more power to them. Yeah. Uh, one that's, I think, only going to be a quarterly comic book, uh, kind of in the style of um, Headlopper, uh, is uh, The After Realm by uh, Michael Oming and Taki Soma. Uh, co uh, Michael Loming is the co-creator of Powers along with Brian Bendis and has done a lot of awesome stuff in his day and this one looks like a really cool fantasy romp I don't know exactly what's going on it looks a bit post-apocalyptic with some fantasy D&D &D style stuff splashed in so we'll see how that goes it's a nice big book too yeah it is uh, and then old time AU radio favorite 15014 whatever they call it Isola is out this week <laughs> yeah is it? Oh, uh oh, I am not. I am like two, one, two issues behind. So I'm a little bit worried to start flipping through that like I was just about to start doing. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I'm behind on that one, too. So I didn't read it. But Jen read it last night and she got to the end and was horribly disappointed because they finally put out this issue. And now they're going to wait till the summer to put out. Another oh, one. no. <laughs> they were already all on like every other month. And now, okay, well, 10. So is it, like, I'm guessing this is issue 10, so it might be the end of the second story arc, which would be something. And I know that there's a lot of comic books like this that take their sweet time to make sure that it's exactly the kind of book they want to put out. But us on the monthly grind, or Jen, who is on the monthly grind with lots of stuff, <laughs> it gets uh, it gets a little sad when, when you don't get that book out every month like you want. Yeah. But... That's all the single issues I got for this week. Um, there were a couple trades to shout out on my end. Nice. Uh, we got a die volume two, split the party in which the party is split. Um, and it's been just a really cool like world building exercise for this little like RPG setting in a comic book that uh, Kieran Gillen is so eloquently telling the story of. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of machinations going on. There's a lot of crazy powers that these uh, people that get sucked into this world start to rediscover and utilize once again after all these years. And I won't get into it anymore because there's some crazy crap. Uh, and then also Bloodborne, Volume 4, I believe. Uh, the Veil Torn Asunder is uh, also out this week in trade paperback. So if you like the Bloodborne, check it out. Nice. And most importantly, yes. we had E.T.'s Extraterrestrial's <laughs> First Words board book. Yes, exactly what I was going to <laughs> expect you to say. Oh, where were you thinking about? Well, secondarily, importantly, <laughs> there was also the wonderful oversized hardcover collection of Harleen by the wonderful Stapen Sajic. Yeah. Uh, with so. a really cool acetate overlay cover that... Uh, is uh, is awesome. I didn't bring that cover back with me because I didn't want to get damaged. But the undercover is kind of tragic. Yeah, she's uh, she's real sad, <laughs> as one would be after <laughs> having dealt with the Joker. Yep. But yeah, so I think that's uh, I think that's about all we got for the week. Unless you got anything else you want to show? Um, we lost our clock. Uh, yeah, I think it fell behind the chair <laughs> okay, over there. Gotcha. Um, we got a little bit of time. Oh, we do actually have a couple minutes. Um, oh, 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 oh! I want to give a quick shout out. Unless, unless you do have anything else, uh, a really, really um, big one this week. And we don't normally get ahead of these kinds of things, uh, but on Netflix this week. There is a show coming out that I am more excited about than lots of comic properties that get adapted into TV shows. But Lock and Key is coming out on Netflix this Friday. I'm expecting it will be out on Friday at midnight. And so I will be very, very tired when I come into work on Friday because I will be binge watching as much of that as I can before I go to bed. Um, this comic book is by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez, and it is, um, about a family that has a kind of a tragic thing happen in their hometown. So they have to go back to where, uh, the father of the family is from and move back into a house, uh, which I believe in the comic book is called Lovecraft Manor. Um, but I think in the show, they're going to be calling it, uh, the key house, which is, I think something else they call it in the show. Anyways, uh, in this house, the kids of the family find all of these mystical keys that do all these crazy, fantastical what, you know, things. Like if you, uh, if you unlock the head key, you stick it into the back of your head and you can unlock your brain and stuff everything you want to into it and take all the bad things that you want out of it. Uh, you can go, you can, uh, use the animal key and unlock a door and walk through it and become an animal or send an animal through and they'll become a human. Like there's all these crazy things that they do. And, uh, there's this crazy bad spirit that's going to be, you know, the antagonist thing. And if you watch all the trailers, this all kind of syncs up with what you've already seen, but the show is going to be amazing. And we have lots of the collected editions downstairs. If you are local and you want to check this out, you absolutely should buy them here, borrow them from a friend, check it out because it's one of the best like short run. It's six volumes said and done. It's amazing. All right. Soapbox done. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's another project coming up. That's I wasn't expecting to be excited about, but am kind of excited about what's that. The, uh, the strange Academy. Uh, if you've been reading any of the the Marvel books, they've been sticking uh, some little samples of that book in. Okay, and uh, you know, coming off of like a, what was it, a couple of years ago, they had Mystic U, 
that was supposed yeah. to be kind of the same premise. It's a big, uh, you know, Hogwarts school of okay. magic and wizardry and whatever. That's cool. And that one didn't do so good. Okay. Even though it had a lot of really cool characters in it. Uh, this one is uh, kind of the same premise. It's a, it's a magic school that's going to be started by Dr. Strange and uh, that, uh, What's his name? Like Mr. Voodoo or whatever. Oh, uh, Brother Voodoo? Yeah. Dr. Yeah, Voodoo? That, yeah, the dude with the... Dreads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool character. I actually really like that guy. Yeah, he showed up in uh, Savage Avengers. Uh, but this one is going to be written by Scotty Young. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm going to savage <laughs> his name. Humberto Ramos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. it. Okay. It, that's a really, really strong creative team to put on that book. Like that's something that'll draw attention yeah. where they otherwise probably wouldn't. All of the pages that I've seen have just been amazing art. Uh, I'm going to have to check that out too. Yeah. I'm Bruno Ramos is an amazing artist. And it's Scotty Young. Yeah. And the cover has this kid that looks kind of like an Eminem, but <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> but the other, the, the, the characters and, and everything just look, really neat and I like it hey maybe they'll uh, succeed where that other one didn't that's yeah you know it's hard to say because when Marvel does you know Harry Potter Hogwarts style stuff but when anybody does that when it's out of their normal wheelhouse it it can be a little ham-fisted but with that creative team I can't imagine that it would be bad like those guys just are great at making comics so I'm looking forward to it yeah they're uh, and they're throwing all of the magic people, even even magic. Nice. It, so. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> we got uh, anything else? Not on my plate. I'll. Uh, I'm sure I forgot about a couple things. Well, we obviously since we didn't record last week, there'll be a couple things that we missed. And sorry, all you comic books that we didn't talk about. <laughs> we didn't mean it. I promise. Just timing. Well, you, know. you got you got me and Jen ranting in my garage about comic characters so <laughs> that's you know. good that's good <laughs> but uh all right well robert travis thanks guys yeah meow bye. bye you've been listening to au radio comics corner music is provided by cubby and bensound.com views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of adventures underground AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. If you'd like to contact the show, follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at AU Radio Podcast, Instagram at AU.radio, or you can email the show at podcast at advunderground.com. You can also support this show and all the shows on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening.